by host, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, Telesouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of Telesouth Media Incorporated. Well, it's safe to say we probably never met. Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life. Soaking wet, but do not fret. Chin up, my friend. A little bit of rain is not how this thing ends, but sometimes we forget. So if you understand, let me see those hands. Cause everybody needs a little hope. Welcome to Hope, the program that offers hope to the struggling, hope for the depressed, and hope for the oppressed. Now here are your hosts, Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, good morning, everyone. We welcome you to our show this morning. We're excited about today. We do want to bring hope to the uh, depressed and hope for the oppressed. And boy, we've got a couple guys in here today that's going to share their testimony and their story over the last 11, 12 weeks about uh, coming through some of that stuff, uh, oppressed and depressed, Wesley. Uh, yeah, they. Uh, we've we seen this group come in. Uh, just like other groups we've had, Tommy come in broken and, and looking for hope. And, you know, it's always encouraging whenever they show up because they've made the first step, one of the harder steps, and that's showing up. Well, uh, we're excited. It's January 19th. It's a beautiful uh, Thursday morning, downtown Corinth. It's been a beautiful week. We've had a little bit of rain showers or stuff. Uh, we was in uh, school yesterday. Y'all remember one of them girl, the one of the young girls said, "Man, Mississippi's like uh, bipolar. Bipolar. Huh? <laughs> one minute it's storming, raining. Next minute it's uh, sun shining, and then it could be cold." Uh, she said that Mississippi messed up more than I am. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was, but it was a good time there in the school. Uh, again, I'm Tommy Wilson, director of Living Free Ministries. I'm here with the uh, director at the Freedom Center. Wesley Jackson, our, uh, our, uh, I don't even know how to describe Bobby. Uh, the brains of the outfit uh, is absent today. Uh, we can't rag him. He's not. He's not on the beach he's or not, anything yeah. like that. He is. Uh, he's just working on himself today and working through some uh, some school work. You know, we we've talked with Bobby and he's got a full load this semester trying to uh, further his education. As you said, he's the educated one on. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, working on his doctrine in biblical counseling and stuff, so he's overloaded, so uh, he was doing that. Uh, when we have guests, we've got two guests with us. Wesley, you want to introduce these guys? You've spent a lot of time with them. Uh, you've put a lot of weight on them. Uh, you've worked them out. Uh, you've done everything with these two guys that possibly – uh, over the last 10 or 11 weeks. Well, that, well let, let me lay a little ground story back, Tommy. We're coming uh, coming into our first year here at the Freedom Center, and we've had a lot of different groups to come through the Freedom Center over that time. And then we got this newest group of guys, the three that we uh, we have going to graduate next Thursday. We have two of them with us this morning. But uh, we've had some groups, and the challenges have been there. And this group, it, it, it you know, it's amazing to me how each group looks different, the challenges that we have with them. Everybody's got their own different struggles, and, and no matter what it is they're struggling with. But this group came in, and they've grown to be a tight-knit group. But one of them I grew up with, was raised with, went to high school with, uh, started out my illustrious 
career of doing wrong with i would say we were we were freshmen in high school or i was he was in the eighth grade and uh he was always a little bit more mature you know those guys who are a little more mature and developed in the in the younger ages he was yeah. that kind of guy who's full grown i guess at seventh grade had a beard and a goatee <laughs> um so uh, my, my good buddy I mean, kevin I, rickman over here yeah. kevin introduce yourself tell the folks a little about yourself and who you are uh <clears throat> I'm Kevin Rickman. I'm from Adamsville, Tennessee. Uh, I'm 37. I have a 10-year-old son. And, yeah. Uh, tell them, tell them how long we've known each other, Kevin. We tell them what it, what we've what known it was each like. other since we we're little. I mean, mm-hmm. we went, we played ball together our whole, whole life. You know. Yeah. Well, we we grew up playing baseball against each other. I mean, he was at Adamsville, and I was up there at Pickwick. So we we were, you know head-to-head going against each other for the majority of our life. But then whenever I moved over to high school at Adamsville, me and Kevin quickly uh, connected just because we had already known each other through baseball camps and playing ball and all-stars and all that. So it didn't take long for us to hit the ground running. Uh, Unfortunately, we were running the wrong direction. Uh, Like a lot of uh, young adolescents do, they they get together and, you know, our our feet was fast to – to head towards something we shouldn't get into at the time we didn't know what it was uh building up as and shaping up the way it would but uh we we had some good times in high school yeah so that's one of the great things we get to do within our ministry is uh you know we 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 cut connections we 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 set ourselves from our past in a lot of ways uh-huh. But over time, some of our old buddies, Wesley, start reaching out to us. And over my last 25 years, some of the biggest thrills I've got is some friends like my old buddy Ralph Carpenter and other ones reach out to me and want help. And, you know, I've, I've, or some of them will reach out now and they've got a son in jail. Yeah. Can, can you help us? And, and Kevin reached out to you yeah. and needed help. And that's one of the big thrills about our uh, – Ministry. Well, to, to be honest, Tommy, you know, our faith, hope, and trust is in the gospel message. And that's what we believe every day. And we put that out there. We're not sorry for that. We believe that with everything. We've seen it work in our life. You know, I, I had a radical change four years ago, just like you did 20-some-odd years ago. And through seeing that, we know that God can change change anybody. And we love to get to be part of the journey. You know, some of the biggest victories so far in my life was uh, my family. Had some in my family that was, you know, just mean mean an extra bit. I'm thankful for everybody that the Lord works on and touches. And then my family members are so special. But then outside of that, you get that close group of friends that you grew up kind of having an impact on. You know, I, I don't, not to build myself up, but I was always kind of one of the ringleaders. So in a lot of ways, my friends followed me off the cliff. And well, I was going to ask Kevin that question. Kevin, why in the world did you reach out to Wesley Jackson? Because I knew it was time for a change. You know, I just came out of jail, and I called him when I got out of jail, and I was there that next morning. Was there something about Wesley's life that caught your attention there? Yeah, because I knew where he was at before he got saved, and uh, I seen what has happened to him the last four years, five years. Yeah. of his life and i was like that's what i want all right all right well that's the reason we do what we do uh we've got another young man he is uh the youngest one on our team here uh tucker introduce yourself yeah i'm tucker whittington i'm from tupelo mississippi uh, i'm 25 uh always grew up being a big time sports guy you know always had strict schedules strict curriculum uh you know and uh 
when I finally decided that I wasn't going to pursue that any longer, you know, I got to Ole Miss, and that's kind of when I started going downhill. Really the first night Ole Miss started going downhill, and it just got worse and worse from there. So, well, uh, all right. Well, we're going to get with these two guys over the next couple segments, talk to them about their journey, what the Freedom Center looked like for them, and uh, what Living Free has done over the last 10 or 12 weeks, and what's next for these two guys. We're going to be talking to them about that. We're excited about today's show. We have had 38 guys come into the Freedom Center since we opened. We're in month 14. And uh, with that, uh, these guys and our their, uh, uh, young, their other uh, friend, crony, or whatever you want to call him, uh, Scipio, will be oh, with us next week. They, these three guys will graduate January the 26th, which is next Thursday next night. Thursday. Uh, so uh, we're excited about having them guys here. Listen, we wouldn't get to do it if it wasn't for our sponsors. We're thankful that we get to do this show. We are our, uh, we have just almost completed two weeks now uh, of our, I mean, two two years of our show. So yeah. we, uh, uh, somebody texted and said we got a lot of static going on, Phil. I'm not sure. But look, uh, we, we're excited about the show and we've been doing it for almost two years. Freedom Center's been in 14 months. Uh, these guys will be graduating, so we're just excited about what we get to do, and we get to do it because of our supporters and sponsors of this show. I'm going to give two of them big shout-outs, Wes, and you go from there. Uh, my wife, Wilco Real Estate Group here in town, uh, my wife, Maria Wilson, uh, for any of your real estate uh, uh, needs, uh, if you want to buy, sell, or got questions, uh, they've got a great team. They, uh, there's five of them there. Uh, real estate. One of them is my daughter, so I want to give a big shout out to my daughter and my grandson, Bo Riley. Bo Riley is uh, riding around thinking, man, you're singing today. Wes. What's up, Bobo? Yeah, so what's going on, Bobo? Uh, and my daughter is uh, new at the real estate business. She's been in it probably a little less than a year, so she is hungry to help you. Reach out to her. She's got a balloon shop there in Pickwick. She can set you up with inflatables for your party, uh, balloons for your party, and also numbers for your party. So uh, reach out to Olivia Wilson Nixon. I got to add that last name to it. And uh, and then uh, for Maria Wilson with any of the real estate needs. Go ahead, Wesley. Well, Tommy, also I don't want to fail to mention, we got to go to a good event over at Wilco last, uh, last week. She hosted the Alliance meeting and I don't know if she's anywhere near as good at selling houses as she is at hosting events. You folks need to get with her because uh, we had a great time there. Uh, just a wonderful event, good turnout. So I was thankful to be part of that. Yeah, we got uh, our other sponsors. We want to thank uh, Nick Bain and Bain's Law Office, Living Free Ministries, Gatlin's Pharmacy and Tishomingo, Crosswind Ministries, and our local Subways. Yeah, and we eat Subway a lot. We mm -hmm. we got three locations here, so go by and uh, get you a flatbread today. Hey, after the one text, we got two or three other texts that there's no static on our end, Phil, so we're good to go. Uh, hey, we're thankful you're listening. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with Kevin and Tucker, and we're going to talk about their journey. Hi, it's 
Tommy Wilson, Living Free Ministries here in Corinth, Mississippi. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. At Living Free Ministries, we want to help you to understand how to renew your mind through a faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to take you out of addiction and take you into peace, promise, and joy. Only Jesus Christ can do that. Check us out, livingfreecorinth.com. Wilco Real Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorrent.com. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo, is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hi folks, this is Tommy Wilson with Car Mattress Furniture Island right here in Car Mississippi on Highway 72. Santa Claus has come and gone, but he's told us if we wanted to stay on a nice list this year, we would have to keep the $300 off of every king and queen that's listed for $6.99 or more. Also, we have deals on recliners, lift chairs, and adjustable beds. Remember, folks, to get the $300 off, you have to come three miles west of high prices. Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, we welcome you back to our show this morning, Hope. Uh, we've got two of our graduates that's fixing to graduate to Freedom Center. Uh, and next Thursday night, or the Freedom Center, Wesley, tell them what the Freedom Center is and where we're located. And So Freedom Center is a newly established men's program. It's a residential program that is faith-based. We, uh, we bring men in for 12 weeks at a time. We pour into them spiritually and scripturally, and uh, we just trust the Lord to change their lives. They, uh, they come to us hurting, broken, hopeless. Just looking for a way out, Tommy. Uh, you know, the bondage that you see men that they get into after a, a long period of living that sort of life with drugs and alcohol, they come into you there hopeless, just looking for something different. Uh, you get so standoffish, I guess, going down that road for a while, too. We get to help men to just to really start to trust again, start to find some trust. Uh, that, that trust starts with them starting to trust us and uh, trust the process that we've laid out for them to have some success and 
you know, we get some pushback early on just because you've been down through there for a while and you don't really trust nobody. You don't trust yourself. You don't trust the world. And that's what we get to do at the Freedom Center. We get to love on these guys and, and trust that the Lord's going to change their heart and ultimately change their outcome and their, their goals and the way they do things in life. Well, uh, we've got two of the guys that came to us uh, about 11 weeks ago now. they got one week left to go, and we're, we, uh, we're excited about that. We're always excited that people that finishes the journey. Uh, many, It's tough. It, it's not an easy deal to be away. A number says that 9 out of 10 people will not leave their uh, residence, will not leave their community to leave there and go into a residential program. So y'all two guys are – Part of the small group there, 10% that said, hey, I need help and I'm willing to do whatever it takes. But even after that, what we've learned and with working with so many other programs is even the ones that leaves their home and gets into a program, I mean, that first couple of weeks is tough and a lot of people bails. Y'all have been there. Y'all have seen people bail. About, about 50% is what we're looking at right now of the people that we take in through the front door that don't go back out the front door, but leave out the back door. <laughs> All right. So, man, uh, Tucker, we're going to go first with you. Uh, tell us what got you to the Freedom Center. Why, why in the world? You've been in Tupelo. You're young. You're 25 years old. What, why in the world did you want to come to Corinth, Mississippi, and stay 12 weeks with Ralph? Well, you know, <laughs> that's a hard question Didn't to answer. That that one. <laughs> what, uh, did we not introduce you to Ralph the first day? Ooh, no, hey, y'all, that's y'all not part of the, the intake process. Oh, they get there. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, you know, uh, I'm from Tupelo. Uh, went to college a few times, you know, but mainly I had uh, some things that happened to me trauma wise when I was younger that I just couldn't really ever get over. And, uh, you know, like Wesley said, you get to a point where you just don't have any hope left, you know. You know that you need something new. You know you need a change, but you just don't know what that is. And uh, luckily, you know, I during that time before I came, you know, I was kind of struggling in my faith. You know, I didn't really know what to do, how to go about doing anything. You know, I just knew I was hurting. And uh, I think it was the Lord spoke to my mom because she's the one who found this place. And, uh, you know, I've been to a rehab before. It was a secular one. You know, they always said, oh, don't go to faith-based rehabs. You know, they're, they're tough on you. They're, they're, they're harsh. You know, and so she hadn't told me nothing, you know, on the way here. She said, yeah, well, you're going to go to this place called the, the Freedom Center. And I was like, all right, you know, faith-based place. And I was like, hold up now. <laughs> hold up. That's funny <laughs> you say that. that. <laughs> um, I remember me and Bobby were on our way to Cincinnati to go to our uh, TAC conference, the Addiction Connection, which is what we're partnered with. Our curriculum comes from through Mark Shaw and the Heart of Addiction book. Uh, we went. We were on our way up there, and I got a call. And that's who it was from. It was from your mother. And Becky called and she said, just wanted to know a little bit of the ins and outs about what we had going on and, and what kind of counseling we had and how soon we could get you in. <laughs> and uh, so she, and I said, well, I'll need to talk with him and see where he's at in the process. Yeah. She said, oh, you'll talk with him. He, I'll, I'll have him call you in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going through it during that phone call. I didn't hear much of nothing. I was just trying to get it over with. But, uh, you know, luckily, like I said, the Lord was speaking to my mom, and, uh, you know, little did I know that the Freedom Center is just the thing that I needed. You know, it uh, allowed me to be able to get into a place where I could accept Christ back in my life, you know, do things the right way, live the right way, you know, want to be a better person, want to be the kind of person that Christ wants me to be, you know, so. Well, Tucker, early on, whenever you came through the doors there, you uh, you didn't really have your smile back. No. 
you, I could tell that you were there. You wasn't the kind of guy that didn't seem like that was like, well, I'm going to leave. I ain't going to put up with this or none of that. That never was really your attitude. You wasn't standoffish like that. You just didn't feel good at mm-hmm. first. Healthy-wise, no. you didn't feel good. You you wasn't happy. You had no joy in your life, and you, uh, you didn't seem like you were very optimistic on what we had laid out in front of you working. Uh, I hadn't been happy in a long time before I came here, you know, I... You know, I don't remember the last time I smiled. Don't remember the last time I really laughed. Uh, but you know, after I started feeling a little bit better, you know, I probably lost about 35 pounds that first week before I came in here, just detoxing. Yeah. You know, and uh, still struggled with it for a couple of weeks when I came in. But I don't know, something just changed. You know, when, when did that happen? When did it start clicking with you? Tell about what, two weeks in, two, three weeks in. I looked up at, at Grace Chapel one night, yeah. um, and they had done the altar call, and there was people up there at the cross praying. And I, I seen Tucker had been feeling bad. He, he wasn't really connecting with much that, that the speakers were putting down. And uh, that night the Lord moved on him, and I seen Tucker up at the cross on his knees, and I seen him breaking down, and I just was praying for him. But that that was probably his third week there. Yeah. And uh, he was up at the cross on his knees, and, and I just felt like something started stirring in him, that the Lord was moving on his life right then. And that was really at the point when he had gotten physically strong enough mm-hmm. to even get really up be, be receptive. <laughs> yeah. You know, he had them first yeah. few days of detox, and then uh, we had to get him to where he uh, he felt good enough to even have some mental clarity to yeah. to seek after the Lord or to even weigh that option. Mm-hmm. What's it been like, Tucker, for you to be the youngest guy at our campus? Oh. Well, which you're not now. We got another. Austin is uh, 24. Yeah, so you're the old man. Yeah, he, he just got in. Austin, uh, is, uh, Austin just got here, so he's 24. But for the majority of this time, rest of these guys has been 30, 40, even in their 50s, and you've been the youngest one. So I, I would say that's probably a little tough too. Yeah, you know, I, I've always been around you know older people in my life, you know, so that you know, it kind of, it's always nice to have someone around your age you can connect with, but you know, it's it, at some point, you know, you just got to get over things that really don't matter. You know, it's people are in the same situation as you. You know, you just got to understand that, you know, I'm kind of young for to do the things that I've done. You know, not saying that other people my age haven't done it, but, you know, I'm 25, been in two rehabs already, you know, and so I just figured, you know, it's more like liable that, you know, some older people would probably be in there rather than young people. What's what's the difference this time, uh, Tucker, as you prepare to leave? You've already been to one rehab before. Mm-hmm. What's the difference this time? What's, I what's... got Christ in my life this time. I, I don't got to walk alone no more. Amen. Yeah, Amen. so that that's exciting. Uh, uh, if someone's listening, they've got a son struggling, husband struggling, whatever, what what would you say to them folks today, Tucker? I mean, just don't be scared. You know, there's, there's always going to be struggles. You know, there's always going to be pain, but pain is temporary. Life is eternal. If if we're oh, willing good. to walk through that pain, mm-hmm. that's a willing. big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's I mean, it's going to be a hard thing to do. I ain't gonna lie. You know, I, I didn't I didn't think I could see a way through it, but it it you know it gets better. Yeah, and I don't know who I'm going to have on Monday nights to holler, hey. Tucker, <laughs> yeah, I've been hollering Tucker for the last six weeks or so. 
So, man, I'm proud of you, Tucker. Thank so you. what's next, Tucker? What What's up next? Oh, uh, well, I've always been into uh, coding, programming, stuff like that, you know. Uh, so probably my route is going to be uh, military and do some type of cybersecurity or intel, something like that, you know, because I always thrive best, you know, with a uh, structure environment, things like that, you know. Well, all right. All right. Well, man, Tucker, we're proud of you. Thank you. Uh, that... Uh, uh, that you finished the course here. I mean, it's just starting in reality. Well, no, I still got another week left with Ralph. Yeah, you never yeah. Know. <laughs> All right. Uh, I did get a text here. What he's uh, saying is pray for him, folks. Yeah. Uh, uh, that we, we're going to come back in a minute after a break. We want to give you our phone number for text. We've already got several texts today, and we thank you for that. We love to hear you. Our phone number, text only, 662 603-9829. That is 662-603-9829. You can text. Maybe you've got a question or comment about Tucker. Tucker, is your family listening? Is your mom listening? Uh, I believe they might be. I yeah, they live in Tupelo. Did they know you was going to be on the radio? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We may, not, we may not have told them. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, look, uh, again, you can text us a question, comment, anything that Tucker said. I've already got one. You can listen online at supertalk.fm Corinth anywhere in the world, supertalk.fm Corinth. And also, you can go back to livingfreecorinth.com, click on our listen page. We have a podcast-like page there, and you can listen to any of our programs. We'll have these guys' names on that uh, program sometime today, and they can go back and click and listen to any of them programs that we've done in the past, okay? We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with a couple more questions with Tucker, and then we're going to get on to Kevin. This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is, quite simply, what type of help do y'all provide? Well, Crosswind is set up to be a highly diverse, one-stop shop of sorts for people who are troubled or are in trouble. Because of the many relationships we have cultivated over the last 16 years, I like to think we're equipped to either serve most needs directly or indirectly, and we do not discriminate. So, Just a few things that we do at Crosswind is we transition and secure families from homelessness into permanent housing. We conduct two Tutoring in after-school programs, we provide no-cost biblical counseling to hurting families and individuals through the Crosswind Biblical Counseling Center that we just established. We have the opportunity to feed hundreds of hungry residents through our mobile and stationary meal programs. We mentor and equip new and expectant mothers through our partnership with One by One Ministries and the Oasis Medical Center, and host weekly clothing drives for neighbors in 
need of seasonal apparel. And these are just a few things that we do, and we, we try not to limit ourselves and instead just answer the need as it comes in the door or calls us on the phone. So if you are in need of help, please call us or come see us at Crosswind on 703 Tate Street. We're here to help. Bain Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. We welcome you back to our uh, show this morning. We've got two of our Freedom Center guys with us this morning that's going to be graduating next Thursday night. We're excited. We make that Thursday a big deal because it is a big deal to us to see these guys complete our 12-week course. It's not easy. They have a really hard schedule about every day. I mean, in some ways it looks hard because, I mean, you're getting up. You've you've got a schedule throughout the day. Tuesday, we ate in three different states. Tuesday, we drove to Belmont for a Bible study at Sparks Restaurant. We want to give a big shout-out to our friends there at Sparks because they've been allowing us for seven or eight years to have a Bible study there. We eat breakfast there, and then we left there. We went to the Dream Center, which is in Russellville, Alabama. It's led by our friend, Brother Sean Rutherford. And uh, we was able to listen to Sean teach a group, but then also we had an incredible lunch there. And we left there with more groceries than most people's got in our house. Uh, They loaded us up. And then we got back that afternoon. Uh, Y'all went to the gym for a little bit, and then y'all cut out to Pickwick for another Bible study. And y'all ate at a restaurant there in Pickwick. Yeah, we ate at Jane's Diner there in Pickwick. So, man, three different states Tuesday. I mean, that that's, you know, somebody may be listening and saying, well, that ain't hard. You get in a van with 10 guys and travel <laughs> like that, it's hard. Well, Tommy, and a shout-out, too, to my dad. You know, we do our Bible study every Tuesday night up there in Pickwick, and and we go eat before because my dad wants to bring these guys out to eat. Mm-hmm. Wherever they want to eat, we go every Tuesday. And so I'm thankful Oh my yeah, my dad to be in part of the journey. Just inve- investing yeah. in these guys—that's what it is. I want—I want Tucker to read this verse that we was just mm-hmm. going over. Tucker, read this verse, then we're going to get back into your story, and we got to jump over to Kevin. It's uh, Ecclesiastes eleven six. In the morning, sow your seed, and in the evening, withhold not your hand, for you do not know which will prosper, this or that, or whether both alike will be good. All right, guys, we, we, we're big in sowing a seed early in the morning. What's the first thing you got to do when you get up in the morning? Make your bed. Make your bed. Why don't we make our bed, Kevin? It's, it's uh, <coughs> to have a, a goal set for yeah. the morning. All right, yes. Tucker, why do, why do we make your, why to, do you To accomplish something small so if you don't get anything right the rest of the day, at least you can come back to made bed. <laughs> no. Yeah, and then, of course, that kind of keeps Ralph off of you, too. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it starts out they do it just to stay out of trouble. Yeah. Before yeah. I, I looked through their bedrooms the other day and I said, "Man, they're, they're trying to make me proud now." Oh yeah, I, I mean we're eleven weeks in and y'all doing it the right way finally. I'm telling yeah. you. I'm telling you. So, Tucker, uh, during the break there, and we talked about 
you know, as a child, you played baseball. You 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 loved the game of baseball. You excelled at it. Uh, you you finished high school. Baseball was kind of done. You you go to school at Ole Miss. Some people believe that may have been the first mistake you made mm-hmm. in your life. I mean, that's optional. <laughs> how you want to believe. But look, what what you know. One of the things we've talked about for the 11 weeks now is overcoming the trauma in our life. And and one of the things we've talked about with you, Tucker, is some of the things that went on in our life probably has mm-hmm. led you to that. Oh, so yeah. overcoming that and moving forward now is one of the things that you've walked through mm-hmm. it with counseling and in our living free groups and others over the last 11 weeks. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, as you go forward now, we're uh, you know you see that behind you. you. You don't have to turn to the alcohol and drugs. No, anymore. you know, uh, you know, like you said, I, I had experienced you know some traumatic things when I was about twelve, thirteen. You know, but I always had sports as kind of a way to uh, you know get it out my mind. Oh, sports, boy. working mm-hmm. out, you know, I could get it all out. But you know, whenever I decided not to play sports any longer and went to Ole Miss, you know, uh, I think that was the first night I was there. It was the first time ever doing drugs. And it was the first time in a long time that them demons were silent. You know, I didn't hear anything. And I just was sitting there like, wow, you know, that's if I can just do that, you know, that's no problem at all. But, you know, on top of that, I never talked to anybody about it. You know, just stuffed feelings, stuffed emotions. And then, you know, it gets to a point down the road when, you know, marijuana – goes to something else and goes to something else and before you know it you know i i finished on uh opiates you know and it just was a downward spiral you know i, I was in a dark place was hurting emotionally physically yeah. mentally you know but uh opening up to somebody is the the best thing you can do i mean i'd always thought that people would hear my story and just say you know ooh, you know that's that's nasty you know why'd you let stuff happen why'd you do this why'd you do that but, you know, it's not like that. You know, you got to open up. You got to have help from other people, you know, and that's the biggest thing. You yeah. can't go through it alone. So, well, well, that, well, that's it, Tucker. You just spoke on the trauma that, that we all experience over the course of life. It looks different with each person mm-hmm. and presents different in each life. But during that moment of the traumatic experience, whatever it looks like, trust is lost. Mm-hmm. Trust you know, is lost. You lose trust. You lose hope or faith in individuals or mm-hmm. people or humanity as a whole and so you get standoffish mm-hmm. so you don't really trust anybody with your feelings or with anything that's personal and, and so you start to just cope with that and do things that that hide that or the coping mechanism in your case was uh you know you just yeah. poured yourself into sports as long yeah. as you could and well, i was similar to that in my life but one day them sports run they out do. yeah and the, then what do you get? Well, the trauma, the trauma's still there, yeah. and you it's know, just we, been kind of band-aided. And we, we we build our value up in whatever sports it was, yeah. and then you take that away once you finish school, and that ain't there. Where are we putting our value at? Exactly. Well, we we start doing this. I mean, we go to school at Ole Miss or whatever school you want to go to, and you get introduced to these drugs, mm-hmm. and, man, I'm starting to feel good about exactly. myself. Man, this feels like I got a home run today. Yeah, exactly. Well, And what that's doing is it's occupying our mind and putting it somewhere else where we don't have to, like you said, them demons came back up. Well, mm-hmm. whenever you, you do this alternating, mind-altering drug, is that's taking you somewhere where you ain't having to deal with that. So it's just like the flat tire analogy. If I have a flat tire today, I have to deal with that. Yeah, I got to fix it. that. And that's all of us. So no matter... 
what you're dealing with today, folks. You have to find someone, and there is someone out there you can trust with this. Everybody's well, person wanna, is different. I want to give a verse that kind of backs up what we just said. It's, it comes out of James five sixteen. It says, Therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. So when we start to open up, we start to allow people to be part of my life. I can be healed. Mm -hmm. And Tucker, it's, it's been exciting to see what's going on in your yeah. life. I yes. mean, I've, Amen. I'm going to miss having you around because I holler your name all the time. <laughs> uh, but we're going to miss having you around. Kevin, man, uh, let me ask you just a couple questions right off the bat, man. When did life start going downhill on you? Uh, a couple years ago. A couple years ago. Yes, I lost uh, when I lost custody of my son yeah and uh so what what drug did you choose to go to i was on uh meth and uh subutech yeah so what what give me a picture of what life was like right there i mean before that you you had a job you had things going okay i guess yeah uh i've worked in a steel steel uh steel mill for like 10 years prior to that and um whenever me and my son's mother split uh i went back to adamsville and started working there and it just uh i don't know everything just started i just realized what was going on then you know and, and well, uh, one 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 bad incident led to the next and uh led to the next and led to the next and kind of that's how all our story is you wind up in a foreign land where you don't really even recognize yourself um, I, with Kevin, I got a call from a buddy of mine who was there uh, in his life at the time that this this started going on. You know, it's a it's a hard thing to deal with losing a kid, and uh, he seen Kevin during that moment and struggling, and he reached out to me then, and I started to uh, pray for Kevin at that moment. I started to reach out and call Kevin, and that was several, like I said, a couple of years back. Uh, it just wasn't that time yet. It wasn't God's timing for Kevin's life to change, and. You know, I never lost hope or sight or give up on that. And me and me and our other buddy, we communicated about it back and forth. And I kept reaching out, but it just never really worked out. And then Kevin's mother reached out to me whenever he went to jail uh, this last time. And, and that's kind of what got the ball rolling. Well, uh, I can remember it before you got into the jail, your mom actually brought you to a Living Free group meeting one mm -hmm. time. And I remember meeting you there one time, Kevin. And uh, I, I mean, obviously at the moment that wasn't what you was uh, looking for. But you know, the Lord puts us in places and gets our attention in funny. You know, so we can say funny, but sometimes it's awful hard. And uh, so you end up in jail. Uh, how long did you stay in jail? I was in jail for thirty days. Thirty days in McNary County. Yes, sir. Uh, McNary County. So. When you got out of jail, you reached out to Wesley. The day I got out of jail, I called Wesley. And how quick was well, it when he got there? Well, that was uh, that was one of the big parts of Kevin's story. You know, he called me that evening and said, "Man, I need to come." I said, "Well, can, we'll do the interview tomorrow, or whatever." You can come the next day. He said, "Can I come in the morning?" He wanted <laughs> to come right then. You know, he needed to get somewhere. He knew he needed to get somewhere. And uh, to his credit, that's a lot different. A lot of folks try to put it off and try to squirm after they've done realized that this is happening. But man, he set a date and he showed up and, and got started right off the bat. So that was so, that was encouraging. So Kevin, you get to the Freedom Center. You and Wesley's been friends. You see, obviously, you start to notice that this change in Wesley's life is really, it's real. 
Oh, yeah. And uh, so, but, uh, it, you know, it ain't been a bed of roses for you over the last 11 weeks. Let's talk about that. What was it like getting to the Freedom Center and coming in there, staying with these guys and, and just, you know, trying to go forward in life? What does life look like? You know, what trying to figure out what's next. But what, what was it like for you to get to the Freedom Center? At first, it was, uh, I felt like a, a burden was lifted off my heart, you know, whenever I, the day I got there because, um, like I was smiling that day, I was laughing, everything. But you know, it just uh, just getting used to um, different people. You know that I'd usually just hide from. I guess really, whenever I was on drugs. Yeah, yeah. Kevin's uh, Kevin's habits, I guess, are to uh, kind of just recluse in situations when it gets hard. And so that's one of the things that we've seen him start to work on is. Instead of alienating and getting alone in, in the hard times or whenever he wasn't real sure or confident about what was going on, we you know, challenged him to get out of his comfort zone in them hard times to persevere, as Brother Sean said, and, and for that to build character. And it, it, it's a good time for us to uh, to develop a way to handle confrontation. You know, you, you're living in a house with six, eight dudes for 11 weeks. There's going to be hard times. and. <laughs> There's going to be hard times. There's going to be a difference in opinions. There's going to be things that get on your nerves. Uh, some people talk more than others. Some people just hide from it. And Kevin was more, he just didn't want to deal with it. And so that's that's probably been something I've seen him have to work on over the course of his stay with us is working on dealing with people, dealing with circumstances that he didn't really just appreciate, <laughs> but, but learning how to go forward through that. I, I I asked y'all this question yesterday at uh, at the school we go to. We all we go to a school every Wednesday and sit down with kids, and we was with a group of thirteen, fifteen year old kids yesterday. And and when y'all was thirteen, fifteen, and Tucker was the young one that was closest to their age. What was your plan at that time, Kevin? It wasn't to grow up and stay thirty days in jail and then you know come spend twelve weeks with Ralph and stuff like that but what what was your goal what did you want to do early in life i wanted to play uh baseball whenever i was younger that's yeah. what i thought i'd do but um whenever i got to be a senior in high school i realized that wasn't gonna happen and uh but, but even going back probably before that kevin i look back at our lives and uh we we excelled in ball at a younger age but in high school we still stood out a little bit, but we quit applying ourselves. Yeah, you was sure. you was right beside me. You know, our attentions got put other places, whether it had been females and uh, the party life. You know what I mean? We were all about that, but we quit working at it. Oh yeah, it, it took us out of our game for sure. And and I've seen that in my life as yours. It even as took well. us out of school too. Well, the, and know? that's what that's what kind of started to change that reality of you know let's play ball. We're gonna play ball forever. We're gonna go do this in college. You know, um, I got distracted. And We're just and going through the motions. That was it. That yeah. was it. So you wake up now, you're 37 years old, you're in a rehab program, uh, you, you know, you're trying to figure out what's next in life, and, you know, you're you're still working through that right now, ain't you, Kev? Yes, sir. Uh, and I plan on going to Nashville whenever I leave here, if I can. Yeah. To another rehab up and, there. And just continue on with this, uh, trying to get a plan together. Yep. Yeah. Well, man, Kevin, we're proud of you, too. Yeah, proud man. of the fact that you stayed because you could have walked out. You could have left. Uh, and, and we're excited. We're we're thankful you've stayed the course. We're for you. Uh, we still want to be part of your life, and we still want to go forward with you. 
and stuff. Wesley, uh, we've seen these guys. We're going to take another break, and then we're going to come back and wrap this show up with any kind of questions. A phone number to text, 662-603-9829. You can text a question for Kevin or Tucker or anything about the show today. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be right back. Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at wilcocorinth.com. You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorinth.com. Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo, is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hi folks, this is Tommy Wilson, Car Mattress Furniture Outlet, right here on Highway 72 in Car, Mississippi. And man, do we have deals going on. Listen, $99 Twins, $99 Fools. Also, man, we've got $300 off of every King and Queen mattress that's listed for $6.99 or more. Adjustable beds, recliners, lift chairs on sale. And you gotta remember, you gotta come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today. Subway, eat fresh. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, guys, we welcome you back to our last segment of the show. We don't have but about maybe seven, eight minutes at the most. And both of these guys are graduating next Thursday night along with their uh, other crony, uh, Skippy. Oh, Skippy. Uh, but look, one of the things that stood out to me and Wesley and Ralph is both of y'all guys uh, uh, had support the whole time you was here. Your parents, both of your mom showed up. Uh, you, Kevin, your dad has been there. Uh, Tucker, your dad has came. So uh, let's just touch a minute and, and tell me what that's meant for y'all because 
I'm sure y'all are overcoming a lot of things with your family work. They didn't trust you. Mm-hmm. They had no idea that you had finished this program. They they didn't they didn't know what would happen. But what has it meant, Tucker, for your family to show up? Uh, it's meant everything in the world. Uh, you know, I I definitely don't deserve to have them as parents. You know, but the the main thing that I really learned through this journey and this process is, you know, you had to. I for me. At least I, I had to learn how to be a son before I could be a son to them, the son that God called me to be, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, just having them, you know, here with me throughout the journey, I mean, it's meant everything in the world to me. You know, like I said, I don't deserve any bit of trust, any type of showing from them whatsoever, but they're there for me anyway. So, I mean, it just it means everything in the world. Well, that's a perfect picture of restoration from where I was sitting, Tucker, for, uh, you know, you'd said you'd come in and maybe had some inflicted some wounds in the family life and you didn't really know what that would look like but through trusting the process and just allowing God to work inside of that and and doing your part and being consistent with that you know your family showed up each week and I, and and they've took notice on the in the joy in your life and the smile on your face and I can tell you as a as a parent myself there's nothing that makes a parent happier than seeing their kid find some joy and some peace and some some happiness Kevin. in their life what what's it been like for you? I've known your mom. I've known your mom. She's the manager of the Subway there in Adamsville. Uh, they are they're sponsors of the show. Our local Subways here. Uh, that's one of Daniel's Subways. So, I've known Miss Sharon for a good while. But what's it been like for your mom to show up and support you and your dad? Your dad has showed up and supported you too. Not only there, but they've come to our family outings there at the uh, Freedom Center and uh, things. So, what's it been like for that? Well, uh, my parents got a divorce when I was like eight, and uh, I lived with my dad my whole life. But um, and me and my mom had hadn't really been that close until I came here, and and everything has uh, changed. You know, she's um, she can see that something's changed in me for sure. Um, she said she hadn't seen me smile or be happy in a long time, and uh, I remember that statement. So. And uh, so you, you've both had support and things. That's that's a big deal there uh, to go back and, and, you know, building that trust now, building that trust to go forward. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, Tucker's mom just texted us. Uh, Miss Sharon probably be mad because we didn't let her know that she was going to be on radio, Kevin. Yeah, Becky, I just want to say, Mama, I made it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well... <laughs> Again, Wesley, we, we get a chance to see it. One of the other things we talked about yesterday, guys. Well, I, I, let, let me say this. I can say this from, from what I've seen with Tucker's mother was Tucker not making it wasn't an option for Mama. No. That's the, the picture of a mother's love for their kid, and, and I've seen that. But she was steadfast and solid on the fact that this is what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Devil what? wasn't going to get my kid. Mm-mm. And we're going we're gonna to move on. And, uh, man, it was I'm thankful for a blessing it, to watch that. One of the other things we talked about yesterday, one of the things that y'all have enjoyed a lot with this here was uh, the serving part. Y'all, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what, what was something that stood out there? What, name me an idea where y'all, uh, y'all enjoyed about giving back to the community. Well, just any food drive, or especially during Christmas when we just serve food to the homeless, you know, people in need. You know, my whole life I just lived for me, myself, and I. So, you know, just to have, that, just to be able to help somebody in need besides just helping yourself, you know, it's just to me there's no greater feeling, you know. 
Yeah. Kevin, what, what was it stood out to you about giving back to the community? It's, um, it's nice to see people with smiles on their face, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I know one day we was uh, out visiting some homeless folks, and uh, you walked back up the hill, and you gave them your shoes, Kevin. You took off, your shoes off, off my feet. Yeah, off your feet. It was wet. It had been raining that day, and these, these this couple didn't have no shoes on. And, Kevin, you took your shoes off and gave to them and walked up that hill uh, wet. I won't forget that about you. Uh, what, what Looking back now, what did that mean to you? It meant, uh, it meant a lot because – I've always had that character anyways, you know, to give. Um, even going through my bad times, I was a giving. I was a giver. And uh, I just really like – I really enjoy that, that giving. Well, well, um, you know, you there's a part of you that gets to smile whenever you see someone else smile, but there's also a part of you that gets to appreciate where and who you are and what you have at that particular moment, you know, in that moment of helping other people, you realize that we're all in this struggle together. And and although yours may in your eyes look worse than other people and what they got going on, there's always someone else that's struggling and their struggle in their eyes is really tough. So, yeah. So it, that ha you can always show love and uh, provide hope to somebody today. We got to wrap it up here. Uh, it's been a great show. These guys will graduate at Living Free next Thursday night at 6 o'clock along with our uh, – Partner in crime, Skippy. There'll be three of them graduating, so we're looking forward to that. You are invited. You're invited to come to Living Free tonight. Uh, my friend Austin Malone will be uh, leading us in worship, and he's got a uh, a girl that works uh, in the Transformation Ranch Project program there, Valerie Gardner. She'll be sharing. Uh, you'll have a dinner tonight, and these guys has got some cakes and cookies they're going to give away tonight. Uh, that we've got there at Freedom Center. So you're welcome to come any Thursday night to Living Free at 6 o'clock. You're invited and come on out. Wesley, we got one minute. We need to pray. We want to pray for God's blessings. Continue on these two guys in our program in our community. We pray us out. Yeah, let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I'm just thankful today to be a part of what it is you're doing in the lives of your people. I'm thankful today that you use us, Lord, uh, that you've used the Freedom Center, and I'm thankful today, Lord, for the men that have come through it. And I want to pray blessings on their lives, uh, Tucker and Kevin's, that they would stay grounded and directed, Lord, that they would find purpose in their life going forward that only comes from you, that that would help put identity in who they are in Christ and uh, to walk in that, Lord, and to move forward in life. And uh, I just thank you and praise you for all that you do, Lord. And it's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen.